Welcome. This is not your average musician podcast with me, Isaac Hernandez, and the indoctrinated Dalton McLaughlin. What is going on, bro? Uh, what's going on is I need to learn if this is a positive or negative word. Eighty-five percent like... of the time, it's going to be a negative word for you. So is this is this eighty-five percent or is definitely, this the definitely, yeah. Percent? No, it's not fifteen. I sometimes I give you when you're having a rough week. You know, oh. like that one week you were the sagacious, the profound, you know, sometimes. Um, profound was, I think, my favorite word. Yeah, but it, it, once it get, comes around once and then, you know, the, two things are happening here. One, when it's 85% and it, it sounds like a good word, I'm probably being sarcastic or thinking of something mm. that's not good for you. That's one. Two... I'm ex I'm legit expanding my vocabulary, bro. <laughs> I yeah, have to so look up I'm reading speaking, and looking up words. <laughs> speaking of expanding our vocabulary, can we can we get a definition for this word? One hundred percent. See, always keep me on my toes, bro. Indoctrinated. Mm -hmm. This was pretty simple. Like, like you know, it's you've been uh, trained or conditioned to function within a certain set uh -huh. of rules or a context or an environment. Like the five can't go to four. <laughs> I've been trying to, you can't do that? Well, you answer your question. Can five go to four? It can. Yeah, well, okay. But the, do you, the, do any of your songs do that? I'm, I'm curious. Um, well, hold on. Okay, I don't want an awkward pause to be here, so let me help fill it in. Um, I have to think, do any of my songs go from five to four? Maybe it's an unfair question because you got a lot of music and I don't want to yeah, take away from you. Yeah, you're putting me on the music. spot, dude. Know, I'm like, I'm I have sorry. to think. I'm sorry. No, you know, okay, here's here's what I meant. Sometimes Dalton and I have little little arguments about certain music. Like last week it was like Nirvana or something like that. And oh. Yeah. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah. yeah. And Kurt Cobain has very trained ears. I'm like, I'm not even going to go down this. Uh... You missed the point. I didn't say trained ear. Like, he's not going to sing you a major scale. But he could hear his melody. To write melodies like a, like a sharp four over a major chord, that shit doesn't just happen. You got that, like, his ears were on point. I don't know. I've heard some little kids make up random melodies in their mode also. I don't know. I didn't say I didn't say modal. No, but here now you're dismiss you're dismissing. Yeah, you could just throw up anything at the wall. But I'm saying somebody that's not trained that writes three chord songs, you don't just write cool shit like that. Mm, like it doesn't true. just happen. It takes an extra talent. And, yeah. Uh, see, but this is a perfect example of your damn indoctrination where you're like, eh. <laughs> okay, well, so, on, well, so dismissive. Well, while 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 we think about, yeah, I guess I'm kind of a I'm a, I'm a punk, yeah, <laughs> but not like a punk rocker, you know. Someone's like, yeah, dude, that guy's cool. He's a punk. You're like, no, Dalton's just a punk because he's gonna tell you that something's like doesn't make sense yeah. based off of the chart back when Bach was writing music. You're like, oh my god, that's... this damn chart. <laughs> You're like, but chart. this Dalton song doesn't fit the chart, and uh, and and I was like, I need a word for this week for Dalton, and I was like, hmm. Doctrine, indoctrination, indoctrinated, let's go. <laughs> but without keeping you further, we... I have a song. Wait, hold on, wait. Oh, Just before. Can't move. Well, One thing. I have a song, um, but it, it moves. It kind of has five to four. Oh, what's the chord progression? So it's a it's one of my songs. Actually, one of the ones I put on to, to YouTube. It's called... Um, 
Well, I'm looking. Oh, I'm looking at my comp book. This is how much, how many songs I have going on in my brain. Uh, figuring it out. It's a song, yes. and it has everything going chromatically with a bass line. And there's see, but then it goes five, and then there's it's like it's on G, right? Yeah. And then I have D with F sharp in the bass, and then that goes yeah. down to F, and then that comes back to G. So I don't think that counts. No, it doesn't count. That, that's all I could think about without like busting out my guitar. And then what a pain in the butt. Like all these, half of these are in weird tuning. So I'll be no, here for the next. No, we don't have time for that. We'd be here all day. There would be no interview. It's just watching Dalton tune his guitar. If, yeah, for you, is... for those of you that don't know, when, now, when Dalton is going to perform, he needs like 20 minutes before he starts playing. Or I just need to play a set list that has similar tunings that too but then you gotta it, get the mats and the whole thing you can't yeah, you know a, it's a yeah, process I'm, I'm a yeah i'm a punk yeah. <laughs> what can i say <laughs> it's all good man it's all good but think speaking of writing songs we have a great great episode for you guys today and it's gonna be courtney price she is a singer songwriter from california and i think she's in la if i'm not mistaken or yep, yeah that's right thank you and um she also she's she does many things she writes songs for people she teaches song uh, songwriting so it's really interesting to get that uh perspective we've really only had i might be wrong but uh the alana decade she was i think our only other songwriter right um, yeah we had um we had lars no sorry not oh, lars um yeah we I'm, just had him dude no but lars yeah yeah no lars i'm i'm thinking of lars but La lars had that like metal guitar background yeah yeah, yeah so you know I, he counts but i would say he's in a different subcategory yeah because he he had like he had all the intense shedding of guitarness that influenced his songwriting yeah yeah so um no, but yeah, it's very, very cool. So we don't want to keep you too long because we've already rambled on with our shenanigans. Yeah. Um, so I enough think it's time we Enough shenanigans. It's, yeah. Yeah, it's interview time. Yeah. But before we get to the interview, Dalton has something to say. Smash <laughs> that like and subscribe button. And yeah, if you're out there listening, we love you. We appreciate you. Thanks for us to... Um, Sorry, thanks for helping us grow the podcast. There the numbers go. are going up, getting new listeners in different sections yes, of are. the the country and the world. Um, I think I saw somewhere in South America, like Bolivia. I'm like, all right, sweet. Who who downloaded right. this in Bolivia? So right, Bolivia. you're out there and we appreciate you and love you and uh, continue sharing the podcast with family, friends, other music folk and... So now on the Not Your Average Musician podcast, I'd like to welcome Courtney Price. She is an indie pop singer-songwriter based out of Los Angeles, California. She connects with her listeners by providing mellow, easy-listening songs that share a positive vibe. Her first full-length album, Halfway There, was released back in 2019, and she has new music on the way. And of course, it's available on all streaming platforms. And now welcome Courtney Price to the podcast. How's it going today? Hello. Hello. It's going good. 
Awesome. Well, thank you again for taking the time, coming on, talk to us, tell us about your life, about your career, all that good stuff. Yeah, And thank you guys for having me. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And let's just dive right into it. Can you tell us and everybody who's listening, you know, a little bit about yourself and, you know, who you are, what you're about? Sure. Um, so my name's Courtney. I live in Los Angeles, California. Um, I'm a singer songwriter and I grew up on the East Coast. Um, came out to San Diego to go to college. I did not study college. I'm sure we'll get in, or I didn't, I did not study music in college. <laughs> I'm sure we'll get into all that, but, um, yeah. And then, and then I recently moved to LA. Um, and here I am, I'm a songwriter and this is what I do. Well, that's pretty interesting. Let's get, let's get into that right now. Cause that, that was like, whoa. So what, what happened? How did, how did that go about? You didn't, what did you study in, in college? So I studied, um, it's so weird. It was this like niche, this niche kind of thing. It's called health communications. Um, and I am really interested still to this day in, in health. Um, and I just felt like that I just needed to get my degree and finish because music was always something I knew I wanted to do. Um, throughout college, I was friends with all the music majors and I found my way into the recording studios. I went to San Diego State and they actually have some really nice studios. So that was really, really great. Um, and yeah, so didn't study music in college, but was like continually building my craft throughout college. And that's kind of when I started gigging and entering the open mic scene and So yeah, didn't study it, but was studying like the path to how I can do this in my life kind of thing. Yeah, I'm sure hanging around all those music majors helped. Um, yeah. Right? Yeah. 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 And it was funny because a lot of the friends I was getting close to and building this kind of music community of open micers and giggers, and they didn't even go to school. They're like, no, this is what I'm doing. Like, I'm just gonna do music completely. And there had been times where I'm like, I gotta drop out. I want to move to LA, uh, all this stuff, which I'm sure we'll get into as well. But um, I per persevered and uh, finished, but no, did not study it. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. And I guess to, to expand upon that, so you finished, you graduated, and did you ever work your field? Where, at what point did music get into your life? Yes, I did. I did work my field. So, okay. So my major with health was health communications and my minor was women's studies. So, um, my main focus by the time I graduated was not to, you know, get too heavy because it was pretty heavy was anti-human trafficking. So, um, I was interning and then working at a nonprofit in San Diego. Um, it, It's a long name. It was called the Bilateral Safety Corridor Coalition. So we'll just call it the BSCC. And um, I was a case manager there working with women who were victims of um, human trafficking and sex trafficking. And it was very, very heavy. I was so young to be doing something like that. Um, I had a few clients working with them individually. But like I said, like music was always on the back burner for me. It was almost like 
I was doing everything in my power to pretend like that wasn't a dream. Like it was almost like everything else was easy for me to do because I could like wrap my head around it. There was a blueprint. I have this degree. I go get a job. I get the job. Um, I even was, went into cooking uh, after that. And I was a chef and I had my own catering company. And I was like being so creative in these other realms because I actually think I was too scared to take that leap of faith to do my music because there's like not really a blueprint for it. It's just like, okay, yeah, go, go for it and do it. Um, so yeah, I guess um, I was kind of just like in my own way doing all of these other career choices and um, then finally stepping into music within the last three years. Um, and yeah, I mean, I can just like go on and talk and talk about all that. But, <laughs> but um, but uh, yeah. So something, um, yeah, that's awesome. I'm always fascinated with, um, I would say, I don't know if the double-edged sword is right, but I always, I use the uh, example of Brian May, right? The guitarist of Queen, where like before Queen blew up, he's a astrophysicist with a PhD. <laughs> and like you, you have like sometimes in music, you have these people that they do it, but they do other things as well. And like sometimes you don't know. So that's always... Um, fun to hear people that don't necessarily have like a, a training background in music but they are doing it because you know it's awesome and why not and then to piggyback off that something I actually wanted to ask you is as far as musical training and like going into being able to write songs and all that what did you do um, behind the scenes if you are not studying it Yes. Um, so as a young person, I was put into piano lessons. So like I have that background, um, but I quickly strayed from it and was kind of like just teaching myself by ear and learning different pop songs and different pop structures. Like people like Sarah Bareilles were a huge inspiration for me on the piano. Um, so yeah, I, I guess so I had that background. But other than that, it was really just like loving music as a listener and wanting to do that. Like I remember seeing a video of John Mayer playing a live show. He was playing his song Neon. I must've been like 14 watching it. And I was just floored. Like how can someone play and sing like this at the same time? Like I want to do that. So literally I, I just started to turn my life, my life experiences into songs. It's so like, anything that happened by the time when I was 14, I was doing this. I was just, something would happen. I'd get grounded or whatever I was doing as like a young teenager. And I'd turn it into a song. I had my first boyfriend. I was okay. All this inspiration, turn it into songs. I'm like, you know, you don't get good at writing songs just by writing one song. Like I've written thousands of songs and I really didn't start. It didn't start like clicking until I was probably 19. So then I started to like write music and people could be like, oh yeah, okay, here's a verse. I can understand this. Like, wow, yeah, this is, this is getting somewhere. But before that, it's just a lot of time and work and passion because I wasn't even studying it. I just was like, I know I want to do this. I know why this is, why I'm, why I'm alive is because of music. <laughs> so that is it, just, just doing it. 
over and over and over again. Um, like even through the anti-human trafficking job and the, and the chefing and everything, I was still writing music. I still managed to find time to sit down and turn my, my feelings and emotions into songs. Right. That's on. awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. I, yeah. I, I think it's uh, interesting that you're, you know, like giving John Mayer as an example of finding somebody and you're like, all right, so I'm going to, I hear somebody doing that. And just uh, for somebody that, I mean, I guess minus the piano lessons that hasn't gone, you're like, oh, well, I took this composition class. Yeah, da, 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 da. That kind of thing, right? right? Where you're just going to go, I like John Mayer. Like, and you could even just say for somebody who wouldn't have like a, a knowledge of going into the, all the theoretical stuff, you're like, I'm just going to take what this dude does and steal from him. And yes transfer my own words so that's that's an interesting approach to songwriting that uh i feel like i'm sometimes like the the rigid classical people don't do so that's very refreshing totally what i would even do as a young person is watch youtube videos and literally pause it every second and match it what they were doing with with their hands and put my hands on the guitar or the piano so I didn't, and to this day, I'll like enter a songwriting session and I'm like, oh, I came up with this thing. They're like, what's the key? What are the chords? I'm like, dude, I don't know. I'm just getting the idea. This is a tool for me. I'm here to write the songs, <laughs> which is probably a flaw. I gotta like figure that out still, but. <laughs> well, that's so, I mean, it's a team, you know? So you could be like, yeah. you know, that's somebody else's job to figure out the key and whatever else is <laughs> yeah, going exactly. on. I'm the idea person. Yeah, yeah, no, exactly. That's, that's awesome. I really like how you frame that it's it's hard, you know, to because you could teach, you know, like Dalton and I teach a, a lot and, and, you know, we right. teach about music, harmony, all these very technical things. But songwriting, that's where something it gets it gets tricky, right? Because like you said, it's it's one, it's a muscle. So yes. like I felt my my shame just come up. I was like, man, I haven't written anything in a while. And I was like, uh -huh, it's, you know, uh -huh. it starts to get rusty. And well, like that, I kind of want to segue into your songwriting course and and what that's all about and how you approach the whole process of teaching, teaching songwriting, which in my yes. mind can be a little bit tricky. Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, yeah, so I guess, yeah, so for so long, I said, Okay, I've been writing music. I do this every day as my career. And so I on Instagram in particular, people are always like, what do you like, what is your approach to songwriting? Like, how do you do this? And I'm like, oh my God, there are so many approaches and it's so like ethereal to put it into a class because it's really a personal journey of like pulling the words out and pulling the feelings out and putting it into words. Um but for my course, I literally just chose like an A plus B plus C kind of for beginners, you know? Um, and just so people can kind of like wrap their head around, okay, yeah, I do have this thought, emotion, an idea, and what is even a structure of a song? You know, and pe people don't even notice that like the songs they listen to, they for the most part always have a structure. There's a recipe going on here. Um, but just like breaking down those pieces and putting it into that, that little course that I have. <laughs> That's awesome. Can I, can, yeah. what, what are some, not, not to go too deep into it, but what are some maybe 
tips but also without giving everything away that you might give someone who's trying to write a song that has like man wh what do i do what like where do you get them started yeah um so okay the first thing i say to anyone who's trying to write a song is the self-judgment needs to go away so it's like wait we're not even talking about writing a song like this is not technical but because it's really scary to be like this is the thought i have and i'm just gonna sing it like oh you're gonna sing this thought like that's a lot of insecurity coming up already so like first things first like self-judgment out the door then pick up your tool whether it's like pro tools you're building a beat or you have a beat already or it's a guitar or it's a piano and you come up with this melody that's inspiring to you then the words and the concept can come so i guess that's that's like 101 just like a little bit <laughs> excellent excellent yeah Thank you. Uh, yeah i love it such a different i mean for like somebody like me who likes instrumental music i don't even think about starting with words and feeling i'm like all right what like i, I go right in i'm like you know like what chords am i doing what's that and it's it's nice to hear the other side of the the singing and songwriting world so for sure for sure and yeah like there's both you know like i feel like using an instrument or like technology like i said before if you're doing a beat or something as the tool like figuring out those chords that speak to you the most first and then being able to find vocal melodies or words or whatever but like you know just getting that good juice out first in the instrument is crucial because sometimes the lyrics can come first but i find that it is easier to have the the music come first for sure word for sure and, mm -hmm. and to go off of that speaking about you and your songwriting um i want to know and the listeners as well like the the courtney vibe uh, what like kind of what messages are you going for what is like what i mean not like individual stories but uh, what kind of vibe are you trying to give everybody with your, your music? Yeah. So that's a, such a good question. I ask myself that every day. <laughs> well, I'd say for my own music, um, I want to give off a very like warm and I use this word a lot round and welcoming vibe. Like I'm just here to have a good time. I'm here to make you feel really good. I'm here to maybe make you think about the environment a little bit because I love to farm and garden. Um, but I do write music for different artists as well. So doing that is really cool because I can wear like different hats within this career. So like I write with this R&B singer a lot and, it, and she's like, so not this like round, wholesome, like every song's explicit kind of deal. But I can like, put that hat on and try to channel that kind of person, which I would never put out for Courtney Price. Like that just so doesn't make any sense, but I'm still in on the publishing. <laughs> so <laughs> in the fine print, you know, <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I think that's the beautiful thing about songwriting. And if you're willing to go and give songs to other people that like the vibe I give out can be so versatile. Um, because it kind of sucks being able, being like putting yourself in a box if you feel like you can wear different hats. 
um, which I like to do. So it's really fun. Yeah, I feel like that's not that's not something that everybody can do. Even if you write music, like a lot of people write music for themselves and stuff like that. But that like yeah. that's a pretty versatile muscle that you you gotta have to just you know make a left turn that has nothing to do with what you would ever write. Right, right, and I think it comes back to that like first tip. I know it sounds so silly, like what does self confidence and not judgment have to do with? with songwriting, but like really just when you're entering that space of like, if you enter the space, you're like, this is not my genre. then like, of course, you're not going to be able to do it. Mm -hmm. But if you're like, well, I've listened to a lot of R&B. I've listened to a lot of hip hop. Maybe I'll give this a shot. And magic can happen from that. So <laughs> be cool. <laughs> sure. And to go a little bit more into your music, your sound, your approach, uh you know when you say like singer songwriter like it's i mean just musicians in general like they're so saturated there are so many out there right and so singer songwriters and you know i make songs all this and what are some ways and what you put into your music that's like it's just courtney or it's just, that, that's your sound that's your song what are what are what do those things sound like what do they look like i mean it's like This is where the artist development, you know, and, and the thing is, yeah, it's going to be me right now. Like whatever my answer is to that question, that's going to be me. And then like next week, it could look even different, especially with like all the tools we have right now. It's like, oh, I want a reggaeton now or whatever. So um, I think I'm still I'm still working on that every day to be like, this is what I'm trying to say. This is who I am. Um, but right now, I mean, maybe it sounds cliche and it doesn't stick out completely, but I love telling a story. And like, I really feel like in songs, it's lost a lot of the time, especially in pop music, which is what I really do is pop music. Um, and yeah, like so sometimes a song comes out and it's like blows up and, you know, it's amazing because people, people love it. But where is like the actual story, like the juice and the bones of it? Like, my favorite singer songwriters are the type that like just pour their heart out on their sleeve and it's relatable. And like, that's where I want to go with my music. Like really like from start, middle to end. Like when someone after a performance comes up to me and they're like, I see myself through your songs. I see myself through that message. I'm like, wow, that's that's my purpose, you know? So that is, that is, I doesn't, like I said, it's a song should do that. Right. That's the whole purpose. But, but that is why I want my music to stand out or like to have that little, okay, that's Courtney. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. And if there's, there's no story, then what are, what are we doing? Right. <laughs> even, even in the classical, like I have a, my, my yeah. high school kids and we have a, we call it the pyramid of awesomeness and it's, it used to be the pyramid of success which was pos which makes high school kids laugh and like, <laughs> all right but anyways at the top it's tell a story and maybe a little bit easier with like words and that but you still need to convey the mood even if it's classical or that of like well what what's the point of this song are you just throwing on a song just because you're bored and you want something to listen to or is there a message And it doesn't matter what hey. music you're playing. You know, there's, there's got to be a message. So that's cool to hear that people are getting the Courtney message. I dig yeah. it. 
trying, you know. <laughs> For sure. Um, what is something that you you wish someone would have told you when you were maybe like starting out or as you were deciding to get into this? Um, that's a good question. You know, I feel like looking back, I'm, I'm still on the journey, you know, unless I stop music tomorrow, then like the journey is complete. But like, as long as I'm doing this, the journey is still here. So in the beginning of my, my journey, I feel like um, what I wish people said, they, they actually said. So like, I'm not really in like a mind of, oh, I wish people said this because there had been time and time again, where people in my path that I really looked up to, that I looked at like mentors said, just keep going, just keep going and you'll figure it out. Like it's I remember when I was like 19, I really started gigging a lot and doing open mics. I had the opportunity to meet Jason Mraz, who was like a huge inspiration for my songwriting. Like, oh my God, I still love him. He's amazing. But he was playing a small show in San Diego and I got tickets to it and I got the chance to meet him. And I was like, I gotta give him my card. And I was just like, so naive. And like, I had no idea what I was even doing, but I was like, I didn't even know what to ask. I just wanted to say, how did you get to where you are? Because I want to I want that for myself. Like, did you, did you go to college? Well, what's your deal? Da, 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 da. And he said, the space that you create on the stage right here, this little tiny space, that magic, just keep doing it. And if you're failing that magic, just keep doing it. And I'm like, but what do you mean? Like, that's, that's so unclear, you know, or another person on my path who said something similar um, he was writing for TV and film. Um, and that is a lot of what I do now here in LA, which is just ironic how that all kind of worked out. But, um, I met him and I was like, kind of this crossroad again, like, what, what do I do? What do I do? Like, I, I kept saying at this time in my life, I see my goal, but it feels like I'm on floor zero and like four floor thirties, like up there, you know, how like, my legs just aren't long enough. Um, and he said to me, you just have to keep going. You literally just have to keep going. And now like seeing where I'm at in my journey, I still have goals I want to reach, you know, but seeing where I'm at in my journey, looking back to what they said, I'm like, God, they were right. I just have to keep doing it every day a little bit. And then all of a sudden you look and you're at the top of this hill and you can look down and be like, wow, holy crap, like a lot has happened and <clears throat> that's it. Yeah. I can, that, that's really good advice. Yeah, mm -hmm. it, it really is. And I'm something with the way you're saying, like, the, like I can totally relate to it because I remember being younger and feeling such this sense of like finality with my dreams and my career, you know, cause I was like, man, I want to go to music school. And I was like, it was this huge cosmic thing with like incredible yeah. consequences. It would like, I would, it was, it's so stressful. So like anxiety driven and yes, you know, the older I got, thankfully it's, it's like, I still think about it, but it's just, that's just, it's just like, dude, just chill out, you know, like, and just like you said, just keep going. And I remember for me, it was like, 
I don't know. I can't remember if somebody said this to me, but it's like, just don't quit. You know, it's yes. like, just don't quit. But I guess, you know, it could be like another of like, just keep going. You know, as long as you're in the game, you're still, you're in there, you know? Exactly. And I think with music, it's so tough because there really is no blueprint. I said that in the beginning of this podcast, like, but like being, having been in other fields of work and seeing like, okay, yeah, like this is, this is how it goes. And being in music, I'm like, oh my God, like one day could change everything it, or one week or you just don't know. And <clears throat> everyone gets to wherever they are differently. So like, even with all my music friends here in LA, like we chit chat about what we do. And I'm like, so how did you meet your writing team or how, like, what's your manager, whatever, whatever it is, it's so different for everyone. And it's like, you just got to follow your heart and just continue what feels good and authentic for you to continue to go and continue just, yeah, going. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. And <laughs> even when you're asking for advice, right, it's like, I guess, it, you know, you would take it more generally. I don't know how many times Dalton and I have talked about like, in school, they'll teach you all this stuff about music, but like career-wise, it's just like you're out. Like, good luck, bro. You know, because <laughs> then yeah. it's it's so dead. Like you said, how do you like? Just like you said, just one artist does it one way. It's like good luck trying to do it the exact same way, as opposed to like I don't know, like a lawyer. Like it's pretty, it's pretty uh -huh. standard, right? <laughs> yes, yes, exactly, exactly. I do have to say, like <clears throat> one thing. I have noticed and learned through just being in the music industry is relationships are everything. And I heard that before too, before I like really was doing it. And I'm like, what does that mean? But it's like, oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. You just need to be friends with like everyone and like keep and be authentic with it, of course. But like, really it's just people, people like you and I, all three of us, like my neighbors, everyone, it could be anyone in the industry who are just people trying to do it just like us. And, um, and if you're buddies on top of that, then heck yeah, only good things are going to come from that. Yeah. There's no yeah. need to be that salty person that nobody mm -hmm. likes when you show up to a concert or gig or whatever. They're like, oh, yeah. Yeah, that's doll. And all he talks about is guitar nails. <laughs> <laughs> Literally all he yeah. talks about is guitar nails. Yeah, I talk about other things. Yeah, but no, <laughs> something else I wanted to go off is I'm kind of, I don't know, jealous is the right word, but kind of fun that you've talked to some of your, your music heroes and at the end they give you advice because in the guitar world we just say like, bro, you shred. You're like, really? My hands were cold. I thought I sounded <laughs> horrible. And like, it sounds like a much more holistic thing of, you know, and, and I joke about where someone's like, yeah, I broke a nail or something like that, that yeah. you guys don't experience but I'm, I'm, I'm jealous that there's positive vibes even within the end of shows and things like that so that's cool yeah yeah definitely definitely and and maybe one day i'll be able to meet my my those peeps again and be like oh my god that piece of advice you probably don't even remember but like it helped me so much and whatever it might look like you know mm -hmm. yeah yeah are there any like mistakes or trips or failures along the way that have stuck with you? Well, yes. Um, <laughs> so I would say that 
even if they were quote unquote failures, right? They're all, I mean, that's how I live my life. They're all meant to be for a reason. And even if they were setbacks, there are lessons that can be pulled out of those experiences. Um, like, okay, for instance, I, when I was 19, I keep bringing it back when I was 19, that's when like everything started to, to really get clear for me. I'm like, okay, this is what I'm born to do. I got this, there's no way fans of us. This is what I have to do, music. Um, I was on The Voice and I had this whole idea of like what, music is going to look like I want I'm gonna, I want to be famous I don't know why I just want to be famous for my music like <laughs> just this young kind of idea of it all so I said yes when I got on to the voice and um it was like wow talk about many lessons in a short period of time um I was so young you know like 19 years old out in LA for the first time with all these producers and makeup artists and the whole thing. And it was just like, um, no, after no, after like, for me, I'm like, this is not how I want this to go. I'm, I'm a songwriter. I don't want to sing someone else's songs. I don't want to make like my debut on TV. Uh, you know, it's just all this weird stuff and it didn't feel right. Um, and, but even though I was like really upset a lot of the time on it because I was like, I'm locked in by contract and I don't want to do this anymore, da, 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 you know, the whole thing. It, it made me so much more clear on like, okay, how, how am I going to do this? Because this is not the way for me, clearly. Um, so yeah, I'd say like that was like a, yeah, maybe it's a failure, but it was like lessons learned along the way, big time. And great friendships were made too. It was like the first time I had been in a room of all musicians and we were all just like jamming and singing. I'm like, okay, yeah, this is really good. It's like ups and downs for sure. But, um, but yeah, no, no such thing as a bad failure. I really don't think, even if it sucks so much at the time, but it's all worth it. Just, you know, experiences under the belt. Word. I like that, yeah. especially if, as you're saying, if you keep going and the uh, if the failure doesn't make you quit and you keep going, then yeah, it's not a failure. You're going to learn from it. So, yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And also on another note, before we start wrapping things up, uh, is there anything that you want to share? Any new projects that are going on that are are soon up up and coming? Yes. So I am releasing music, finally. I haven't released my own music in like three years, maybe even more. Yeah, three, I think. Um, and that wasn't the plan. I was like, I'm so not going to be that person who like drops their first album and waits years to release one. And here I am three years later, haven't released a thing. Um, so I'm releasing music soon. And I think back to all your questions, I'm like, what makes you stand out? Like, what makes Courtney this? Like, I was like, just scared to release more music because I wasn't sure. I'm just like, I was not sure. So anyway, yes, I'm releasing music. I would love to plug that. Um, at the end of April, it should all be locked and loaded and ready to go. I'm still working on like content and stuff like this because these days you have to have everything lined up. Um, but yeah, I, I'll be releasing about three singles probably um, by the end of the month and then next month and the next month as well. So 
keep your eyes peeled. That's happening. I'm really excited. Yeah, we definitely will. And can you tell everybody where they can find you, like all these socials and stuff, so they can find you, your music, all that stuff? Yes. So everything on Google, whatever you're going to search, Spotify, if you just type in Courtney Price with that weird spelling, P-R-E-I-S, I kept it weird because there's only one of me. So that's like a really good thing in music. Um, so if you just type that in, I will come up everywhere on Facebook, Spotify, iTunes, SoundCloud, YouTube, Instagram, all of the things. Um, that's me. And if you type in music next to it, even better. It'll just draw in the search even more. But either one, that's you can find me on all social media platforms. Awesome. Well, Corny, thanks again so much for coming on and dropping the knowledge on us. Yes, thank you for having me. And that was Courtney Price, everyone. Very cool person. And uh, it, dude, I, this is what I love. We talked about this a few times that I did not plan on this when the podcast started, but um, like she was talking about networking, but just meeting so many musicians. Like, are you just like, I'm just learning. Man. Like I can't every time it's just I talk to someone different they're either a beat maker a rapper a composer uh you know and it's just like yeah, singer songwriter classical musician and yeah it's just nice to hear uh, they all got not, something for you <laughs> yeah and it's funny like i almost feel like you know uh like even somebody could answer the same question and because they have a different background there's going to be a slight twist on it and i think that's what's been the most fun for us at least hopefully the listeners as well. It's just like, oh, you asked people about, you know, we, we like asking the motivation question. That's a, a theme that everyone gets and different people have different answers. So it's fun. I dig it. Yeah, no, dude, it's, it's, it's crazy, man. I, I that's one of my favorite things about this is, is that, and I didn't, when I, you know, we started, it was like, oh, it's fun. You know, we're talking about music. It's a podcast. It's cool. Everybody wants mm -hmm. to do a podcast now, you know, like, but I thought it's cool. And, and this is like, they're like deeper relationships. I mean, not like we're tight and, you know, best friends, mm -hmm. but it's just like when you, when we, inter me, when I interact with, in with musicians, like on Instagram and social media, it's pretty shallow. You like, you maybe leave a comment if you think it's really cool and this, but here, like, you sit down and talk for like an hour, which is like these days, you know, like 10,000 things to do every day. You're a musician. You're like basically a business person. You know, you got so many things to do. Your time is very valuable to just mm -hmm. go sit down and kick it back over coffee. It's just like, man, I, I got I got stuff to be doing. But here it's like with the pretense of a podcast, you know, like, oh, well, it's content man. you're doing something. But we're getting really cool conversations, which is. It's just personally fulfilling because I, I love yeah. talking to musicians. I, I just, and, I just, and do. you know, uh, you know, pre, pre Dalton on the podcast, which by the way, shout out, it's been like a year. Oh my God. It has. Yeah. The podcast was born around a year ago. You came in yeah. what, around June. Yeah. Something like that. Something no, like that. Yeah. Yeah. Back when I was playing golf like four times a week. Yeah. So June, that sounds right. <laughs> yeah. You're like, <laughs> you got time. Yeah. I got time. I'm just playing golf. I'm like, let's do a podcast. Um, <laughs> Yeah, no, but it's it's cool, especially because I think when we started, I remember there was a and just to show you guys that the podcast is growing, um, not only with our listeners, but who we're bringing on and what we're doing. 
at first it was just like oh i have this friend i have that friend and now uh you know i double as the talent and scouting agent and just like finding new people and refreshing um individuals like like for example uh we talked to courtney and bringing her on was a lot of fun because we have another world that i always like talking to people in that world of singer songwriter and then it's always the fascinating thing and i'm thinking back to when we interviewed uh alana just that like the singer songwriters like i i just have you know from music school and classical music i have such a rigid mind sometimes that sounds like oh i wrote a song and yeah i have an idea for chords and that but i'm not thinking that this is a one and then a four and then a five seven i'm like that's what i think of like all the time but it's so nice that there are people finding success in music that don't think like that so just different mentalities it's pretty rad so yeah yeah like yeah like what corny said about it's gonna be different for everyone and not just like what you achieve or where you end up it's even if you end up like kind of in a similar place it's gonna be different for everyone but i feel like the process is also so personal and and so and so unique and different for everyone like we saw with lars and the way he writes music you know, it's very like I was surprised. He was like using the phony vocals, and I just keep thinking about that uh, for some reason. Just like, oh, that is just really interesting to me. Um, you know, so that's that's something I'm I'm definitely digging. But without keeping this too long, why don't we finish this episode? And if you like what you heard, you're getting valuable things. If you haven't done so already, you know, hit that like and subscribe button and all that stuff. Not just hit, you smash that smash, like and subscribe. I don't want to, I can't, yeah, that's, I don't know, I don't want to step on toes. But also, if you want to help us out, please leave a review and rating on Apple Podcasts. That helps us a lot with like ranking and podcasts and all that technical stuff. If you want to help us out, you can do that by, you can do that and help us out. But from that, I don't have anything else. So, into until next time we love everyone out there and we'll we'll see you on the next one. Peace.